One time, I recorded an album, and no one bought it. Okay, I suppose if you count my mom, my dad, my cousins, and a few subordinates at work who felt obligated to buy it, then 10 people bought it. I couldn't figure out what all the successful indie artists I saw around me selling multiple albums, overfunding their crowdfunding campaigns, and booking out huge venues were doing that I wasn't. I knew I had talent. I knew I had a great product. But what was missing? Welcome to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast with Brie Noble. Brie is a musician, entrepreneur, speaker, and founder of Women of Substance Music Radio and Podcast. Brie's interviews with successful female musicians and industry pros are both inspirational and informational. She also answers your questions about the music business. Brie is on a mission to help you create great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business, and to truly become a female entrepreneur musician. Hey, this is Brie Noble, and welcome to the Female Entrepreneur Musician, and this is a surprise extra episode, and I'm going to continue telling my little story. So what was missing? I started to study the independent artists that I saw that were successful, and I was looking for what they had that I didn't have, and I started to see a pattern, a pretty obvious pattern. I finally discovered the missing piece of the puzzle that nobody taught me in business school, None of my band members were focusing on and none of my musician friends were talking about. Yet, it was the most vital step to make sure the next project I did, the next CD I put out, the next venue I needed to fill, the next crowdfunding campaign I launched would be a success. So what was it? They had built a large, loyal fan base who was eager to buy from them, attend their shows, and support all of their upcoming projects. And they had access to that fan base anytime with just the push of a few buttons through their email list. I became obsessed with cracking the code on how to build my email list. And over the next three mini lessons, I'm going to teach you what I learned. I'm going to give you a process and a framework that you can use to turn the cycle of failure and obscurity around. Before you have the urge to spend a ton of money recording a new CD because you think it'll be the breakthrough that you're waiting for. Instead of booking the recording studio and starting to pick out your cover art, I want you to stop and go through this framework first. I want you to picture your email list as a group of people who are eager to buy from you. You know how when Taylor Swift announces a new concert tour, tickets sell out within the first few hours. Why does that happen, but you can only sell 10 CDs? It's because Taylor Swift has worked very hard to build a fan base that's eager to support her with every project that she does. That's what an email list can do for you. And before I get into how to build your email list, I want to give you some ideas of what you can do with one once you build your email list. Katie Laurel has launched multiple Kickstarter campaigns to pay for her album recordings, and she's gotten them funded entirely through her email list. Marina V has created a two song a month subscription club that brings in a steady $1,200 a month and she's funded full concert tours just through her email list. Martha's Trouble were able to book several regional house concert tours just through contacts on their email list. I want you to take these three stories I just gave you and put them in the back of your mind and use them as motivation. 
as inspiration for what's possible when you adopt this new way of thinking about your music career. So tell me if this process sounds familiar. First, you write a bunch of really great songs. Then you decide that since these songs are so amazing, the world needs to hear them right now. So you search for the best producer in Nashville because you know that these songs deserve the best. You book the producer's time, send him a down payment, book the studio, your hotel room, and a flight. You then realize you're going to need $15,000 to $20,000 now. You scrape the bottom of your savings account or you take out a loan because you're so far down this path of excitement about your new CD that no amount of good sense or reason can deter you. You lay down the cash, make the album, and eagerly await the boxes to arrive. You're convinced this album is a smash. You've invested your hard-earned money and your heart and soul into making this album. It has to be a hit. When the boxes arrive, you tell all your friends about it. You plaster Facebook with pictures of your album art, you send some off to Amazon and CD Baby, and you sit back and wait for the sales to start rolling in and your songs to start making their journey up the charts. Instead, crickets. You sell one copy to your mom and one copy to your neighbor who ran over when she saw the UPS truck arrive because she was so curious about what was in all the boxes and she felt guilty not buying one. Now you've got a stack of boxes of CDs in your garage that make it impossible for you to park inside. Does any of this sound familiar? I know it does for me. And it's called the cycle of guaranteed failure. There are four steps. One, you write a bunch of amazing songs. Two, you spend tons of money to get them recorded professionally. Three, the boxes of CDs arrive on your doorstep and you tell the world. Four, then you realize there's no one eagerly awaiting the arrival of the boxes. There's no tribe of people who are as excited as you are that this new album is being released and the boxes sit collecting dust. Does this sound familiar? Raise your hand, seriously. Actually raise your hand. I know I'm raising my hand. Don't lie, raise it up. And while you've got your hand raised, I want you to repeat after me. Actually repeat it, even if it's in your mind. I will never, ever, ever do that again. There's a completely different framework that you need to follow. And in the next two lessons, we're gonna go over it in detail. But before we do that, you need to completely change the way that you think about and act in your music career. So you know those stories that you hear of overnight successes? Like people who get their CD given to an influential radio producer who gets their song on the radio and it becomes an instant hit. Or people who give their CD to a music industry bigwig and are immediately signed to a record label the next day with a deal that has a six-figure advance. Put all those out of your mind, completely ignore them. The first thing you need to do is ask yourself this question, why? Why do you want to build a fan base? Why do you want to have a group that supports any project that you come out with? Your next CD, your crowdfunding campaign, your concert tour, whatever it may be. Why do you want that? What would it do for you? How would your life be different? Because if you don't have a clearly articulated why, you won't have the resolve, the dedication, and the persistence to get there. There's nothing worse than getting halfway to your goal and then quitting because you lost the connection with the reason you wanted to do it in the first place. 
So the first thing that I want you to do is write down why you want to build a fan base. This living, breathing asset that will be the thing that will get you to that goal. The format is, I want blank because I want to be able to blank. And here's my why statement that I wrote down after I finally wrapped my head around the fact that I needed to build a fan base. I want to build a fan base so I can quit my creativity killing corporate job and use my God-given talents to create music that will inspire, enlighten, and enrich the lives of others. I want to be able to tour and book shows without having to make a ton of cold calls. I want to be confident that I can fund my next CD project to be produced at the quality that my songs deserve without money out of my own pocket. I want a music career with some level of job security. Get that down on paper. Then I want you to find another musician friend to share this journey with you, to keep you accountable and keep each other accountable to go through these steps that I'm going to be giving you over these lessons and really apply them to your music career. So number one, write down your why and your goal. And number two, find a musician friend to share this journey with you and keep you accountable to actually do the things that I teach you in these next lessons. So I will talk to you in a few days on our next lesson. If you've got any questions on what we've discussed so far, you are always welcome to email me at Bree, B-R-E-E, at femusician.com. That's Bree at femmusician.com. In our next lesson, we're going to discuss the process and specifically five mistakes that you need to avoid when going through this process. So do your homework and join me for our next lesson in a few days. Now go out and make great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business. Female Entrepreneur Musician has been brought to you by femusician.com and femalemusicianacademy.com. With editing by Jen Eads of 317 Sound Design and music by Stella Ronson.
Now go out and make great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business. Female Entrepreneur Musician has been brought to you by femusician.com and femalemusicianacademy.com with editing by Bree Noble and music by Stella Ronson.